Hey listeners, welcome back. We are hitting you as we promised once a month, Avocation to Climb, an Xbox Gamer Score podcast. Well, look, really a gamer whore podcast, I think it's fair to say. As we're going to dive in this month, it is, I think, I think I've been listening around. It's the only podcast that's hitting you with probably four of, well, look, three of the four most active gamers, maybe in the world, but look, definitely in Australia at the moment. It's my pleasure to be joined by the, the returning number one for Australia, Memphisto for the win. How are you tonight, Mem? I am great, thank you, CJ. And hot on his heels, although if you did listen to our first episode, you will know this man threw down a challenge. He, he called him out. He said there was nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. He was coming for him. But, but as we can see, he's, uh, well, look, he's still coming. He's still coming, Mem. And I'm talking, of course, of Jeremy J1. How are you tonight, Jeremy? Hello, everybody. So look before we before we get into it all, I think we should we should throw out the numbers here because you guys, well actually before we throw out the numbers, I want to ask you both because you know watching on from the sidelines, I was sort of like the month started off normal and then it just got it just got crazy and in the back of my mind was like, had you both planned to have a massive month or did this just like randomly happen, Myth? What, what what's the thinking behind this? Um, well to answer your question, I didn't plan to have a crazy month. I started the month as normally as I do. And I saw that Jeremy and Eden Weeks, I'll do the numbers in a minute properly, but they'd done double me in the first week. And I thought, here we go. Jeremy's going to get me. And then COVID happened in my city, Adelaide. So we had a week lockdown. And I decided that was a good enough time to do all the Windows 10 title updates because I'd been sitting on them. And yeah, it just that then the month just went crazy from there, and I caught back up to Jeremy and Eden for the month, and then kept rolling on, and they kept doing games, I kept doing games, and yeah, we ended up all doing just over seventy two thousand for the month. So I want to ask you, Jeremy. Like I know you're used to big numbers as well, but did you did you plan on having this month, or did it just sort of happen? Well, it's kind of honestly a bit of both of my circumstance. I mean, I wasn't really like 100% planning it, but then it's just like, oh, okay, here we go again, and here we go again, and here we go again. More style entire updates, more style entire updates, and then guess what? Guess the hell what? Tile updates from other publishers so sort of happened at the same time. I mean, we got tile mm. updates from other publishers, and now they're doing 1,000 tile updates as well. I mean, if there is now a way yeah. <laughs> to just do it now, now publishers cannot tell us that they cannot do it because now the proof is in the pudding. They're starting to learn that they can do it, and they're starting to take advantage of the system that we talked about last month. Yeah, not just Zitalon anymore, is it? It's it's not those, just Extalion. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's not just all their poly and whatnot. And, you know, I'm but, a bit <laughs> unsure if I'm on COK with it 100% because it's just like, okay, well, it's nice to have a thousand J, but at the same time, I mean, it really just doesn't bring any more value to the game. I mean, it really just is going to be a simple tire update where you're just doing something that you didn't, do last time and then it's just like mm. for me it just doesn't add anything to the game it just literally adds zero content to the game most of you're right most of them don't add anything but it, the, the funny thing with this month has been is yeah we got a heap of title updates and stuff we probably weren't expecting but there was a lot of easy releases as well like probably more than 
well, definitely more in the la- than the last few months I can remember. So it kind of compounded us both at once, and we were all were able to just do these ridiculous numbers. There's people that I know that did way more than us as well. So, yeah, it's I, – I, I, looking back now, like obviously I can see what I played, but I couldn't even tell you much of what I did, and I did 72,000. So 72 complete games. And I couldn't even I couldn't even name half of them. No way. So yeah, they kind of just all blend in to one when you're playing so many so quickly. It is so that is that is so true because like we we're delving obviously here into the Xbox, but I've been a little sidetracked by the Pony Box, and my numbers are not dissimilar to yours, but on the other system on the dark side this month. Yes. So I look, I totally I totally understand what it's like living in a blur of games and and trophies uh, gave us or or platinums. But look, just before we touch those numbers, Memph, one of the mm. things that I love about this show, it's different, listeners, to many shows, is that we don't have a lot of communication, you know, throughout the month like these guys they can only you know they can only bite at the bit so much with the sony pony and, and you know we so we hook up once a month to do this sort of thing but one one of the things when we finished last time i could feel the uh, feel the sort of tension i suppose in the air i could feel jeremy he wants this number one memph did you think at the start of this month or i suppose the start of uh july you know coming into this big month did you think you were on the ropes do you did you think he might get you this time honest to god i thought after doing the podcast and walking away and what Jeremy said, you know, he's chasing me down, which he's been chasing for a long, long time, to be fair. He's been putting up huge numbers for a long time, so it's nothing new. He got within about eight or 9,000, and I thought, this is probably the month where he gets me. And then we went into the snap lockdown, and that's when I did the, all the title updates. I always had those title updates on Windows 10 up my sleeve. So I, I knew I had, like, I don't know exactly how many there were, but that day we also got that, that color game, can't even pronounce it and that my Miyati game they all came out on that same day I decided to do all my title updates so once he got with I I don't know if you remember how close you did get Jeremy but you were within about 8,000 so pretty close and then I decided to do all the updates because I was home if I if I if we didn't have the lockdown I think Jeremy would be ahead of me right now honestly because I I can't really I can't I, I can play the Windows 10 stuff but I I have a Mac well, it's my wife's, but we have a MacBook. So we're running Windows 10 on a, on that, which is, doesn't really run properly. So uh-huh. I can't really play, and it's taking up the whole family computer as well. So I can't really just sit on it all day. So I had to kind of pick my moments that I could do a Windows 10 game here, Windows 10 game there. And the wife, she doesn't, well, she doesn't hate the gaming, but she despises it at times. And when I'm using her macbook to do it it's even worse so i've got to be very careful when i decide to ask if i can do it and luckily enough that first day of lockdown the opportunity presented itself and i jumped straight back up to twenty thousand ahead of jeremy again and i think that's roughly where we are now and it's where we've been probably for a few months running it's he will get me i know he will it's coming but i'm fighting for as long as i can and look, I've got to, I've got to flip this around back to you, Jeremy. You see, Memph is obviously, you know, he's not giving up or whatever this month. At what point in the month did you go, "Fuck it, he's gonna, he's gonna be number one again for another month"? Was there, was there, a, was there a point where you realised that, or are you, uh, you're well, not conceding honestly, that? Honestly, I'm not really shocked that uh, he was eventually going to respond and eventually go on crazy with everything that was going to be happening and whatnot. And I actually didn't realize that he actually was also on his own 
lockdown as well, to be quite honest, because I wasn't actually sure like mm. where he was at the time. But now that he has said that where he's from, Adelaide also went into a week down lockdown. I mean, I did eventually think that he was probably going to respond, and he did, and he went back up about you know, where we started, I think back in yeah. June or May or something like that, when I was also about 26, 27K behind or something like that. So he pretty much has gained back on being 26, 27,000 ahead. So I never really had any doubt in my mind that he was going to respond. But, you know, at some point, like he has said before, it might come to an end. And when it does come to an end, he put really himself, you know, he said at the end mm. of the day, if that's how it is, then, you know, someone else deserves to be number one. I mean, that's what he that's said, right. not me. I'll be first to congratulate you when you pass me, Jeremy. I have no hard feelings. It's it's a friendly race. It's nothing more than that. I, You know, if even if somehow Eden comes and gets us. He can do it like whenever. And when Walt comes back, well, uh, he'll be just typical <laughs> Walt. And he'll be, uh, oh, let me just think about my pun here. He'll be going Walt and he'll be bouncing back before you know it. That's that's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And a, and a quick shout out to Rogue1992. He's on a, he's he on a sabbatical at the moment, which makes me very nervous as well for when he oh, does come back. Oh, I saw him but... say it in his voice. Oh, be back. <laughs> that's right and i'm i'm looking forward to it because he's going to slay all of us in the month that he does come he will back. slay am... all of us and he'll probably go to number one instead so watch <laughs> out for he'll, him he'll drop 150k that first month back because he's done none of this well, stuff he that might we're doing. drop maybe 170 200 you he, never know he might he might he might but i did i did notice that we're over 100k clear of him at the moment which is good because that's what he's going to do when he comes back so yeah that might only last about a couple of days so yeah, yeah. once he's back on the gap just forget about it. I don't think he's nervous yet. So look, we nah. should we should jump jump across the numbers. Isn't it isn't it refreshing to hear the number one and number two? You would think there was like animosity and bitterness and ah, this bastard, he never lets go. But this mentality, it's not on the Xbox. It's just it's just wonderful to see this open, you know, open loving. Look, I'm gonna pass it over to you. And at this point, I'd love to give old Meet the Fucker a shout out over there on the PlayStation. Whichever country you are in, sir, it looks like I'm catching up to you slowly. Aye. So we will we will look very slowly but i tell you what the the acquisition of the ps5 has definitely helped but let's let's move over to these numbers uh Memph. i want to i want to i want to hear how far how far back i fell from number for number one position this month well do you know how many you did this month gamer score wise about thirty thousand. so 30, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm in the hole <laughs> so that's a thousand a day that's not too bad really mm, that's what we're doing so. normally about 30 30 to 35 would you say Jeremy, roughly. But anyway, for July, was it July? Yeah, July. So I'm going off the numbers off TA because the Xbox Live leaderboards can be a bit funny sometimes because it doesn't quite track midnight to midnight for the month. So, Mm -hmm. but TA generally tracks it perfect. And um, I did exactly Mm 72,775. Jeremy did 72,295. So that's 480 gamer score less. So I actually I pulled out last month, Jeremy. What are you doing? Nah, joking. Um, Rogue, who's <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Rogue, who's not here on his break, did 8,280. So that's still a fair bit of gamer score for someone on a break. And last week I didn't include Eden Weeks, but I'm going to this time. And I, what we, I don't, can't remember exactly what I've said about him, but he's currently, well, he's currently 30, just overtook Rogue. He's 
he's been ga- rapidly gaining on myself and Jeremy. But last month he did 72,335. So in between us both. So somehow, without any collusion or any communication, we all did within 400 gamer score, which is crazy, if you ask me, when we both all did 72,000. I don't know how it ended up that way, but it just did. I guess we were all pushing each other and all... I don't know if... I suppose I'll ask you this, Jeremy. Were you watching the Xbox Live leaderboards and seeing how you were going? I was watching the Xbox Live leaderboard, and I did actually take it out on the official Xbox Live leaderboard because I actually got 73,000 on the leaderboard. Yes. And I did snatch the number one spot. And You did. I did and you notice. Know why? You want to know why? Because I celebrated my 30th birthday in that month as well. Right. Ah. I did so notice why. you were ahead. Now, for you all, so happy Xbox birthday Live. to me in case you guys haven't done that yet. Yes, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and so, at least you got a brief brief tilt at the top. I don't feel like furry, by the way. I feel like a lot younger. <laughs> I wish That's I felt very young. younger. I wish I felt 30. But yeah, so I, I I can't explain how we all ended up 400 gamer score apart for the month with when you do seventy two thousand, it's just really strange to me. But somehow that's all what we did, and really status quo continues. Nothing really changed last month between us. Um, for the first month in a long time, Eden didn't really gain on us, so I'll say that. But he's about ninety thousand behind, roughly. So if yeah, if it's tracking the way it's tracking, he will be right up in a hammers. Not mm. too far away. What I like to see too, too, is you've, you know, you've had a like, you know, and there'll be, as you said, there'll be people out there that scored a lot more. But of course, you know, when you're when you're at the bottom of the middle of the leaderboard, scoring a hundred thousand gamer score in a month is quite doable because you've got everything in front of you. That's Obviously, right. when you've already got, you know, one one point five million, it, there's a m- much smaller choice. And I wouldn't surprise me that if most of you three played exactly the same games this month, because you're sort of up to pace on on what's coming out, uh, you know, across the the board or whatever else there, but. What what I what I liked is that you know normally high volume hunters on both sides they have a big month and then they back off a little bit the next month but I can see the pace is already pretty hot for this month as well. Yeah, we're all definitely over a thousand a day. Um, we're probably not. I'd be very surprised if we all went seventy thousand again. To be honest, I, I don't think we could do that. But forty to fifty is probably on. I'd say. I, I, I well, it depends on releases. You, you can't. Because as you said, we are pretty much up to date. There's, I don't think there's any zero to ones our games I haven't played now, other than a few ACAs which I probably won't play. So it's, I'm looking at games that I kind of said nah to back when they released. So they're like the two to three hour games in the meantime. So I don't have infinite time. I, I work full time, so when I get home, I've got a, you know got to deal with dinner and then whatever else I need to do, then I can play. And then obviously I've got to go to bed at a reasonable time because I've got to be up at, you know, 6.30 in the morning. Mm. So I don't have infinite time. And when you're doing two to three hour games, at most you can get one, maybe one and a half done a night. You can't do two to that length a night. You just can't. So yeah. unless we get a huge run again, it won't be a 70K month for me. No way. 
<laughs> I can see I can see Jeremy is licking his lips. Of course, <laughs> last time we we met you, you rogue. Uh, sorry, Menth, you had hit just uh, recently hit one point five million. Of course, uh, in the last month there, Jeremy, you hit one point five million as well. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. Now, the real question has to be asked, you know, at the moment you're, you're, you're controlling the Australian boards, but we need to knock this New Zealander off his perch. It's a little <laughs> bit disturbing. He, he's taken the path of, you know, the righteous, you know, gamer now. He only plays things of quality. But I've seen this sort of thing before where when they get trapped, you know, suddenly out comes the shit. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if he makes a lunge if you get too close. Are you, are you factoring in on being number one in uh, Oceania, either of you? Or do you think there is going to be a lunge uh, in the next month or two? Oh, he's probably going to do exactly what Myth did. He's probably going to eventually <laughs> respond, and it's just going to be exactly the same situation. But look, I mean, it's a friendly competition. We all love each other. We all support each other. It's not like, you know, it's uh, going to just, you know, happen like straight away. You know, I still have to earn it if I really would want to do it. Right now, I'm not 100% keen on it, but I have sort of been paying a lot more attention to it than I have had the last few years, but, you know, it's not really as easy as you think it would be to just do that because, you know, you really have to put in a lot more time and you have to actually be willing to actually play those games. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen. So, honestly, you know, we'll see if it happens. But right now, I'm not 100% going forward. I'm sort of maybe like maybe 60 or 70% kind of going forward, but I'm not like, so if I'll get there. I mean, right now, you know, it's a big enough bout to try and go to number one in Australia if I get there. I mean, mm. honestly, uh, with what I have done, I mean, I had a look at my history and, you know, I have never done as big as a month as I've ever done in July 2021 before. So it was a big high for me, you know, 75 thousand games go which doesn't sound like a lot versus some of the other big heavy hitters but you know for me it was a pretty big deal and also 1.5 million when we have had to deal with the pandemic as well and you know i actually made a hell of a lot more than it would normally not if we weren't living with the tough circumstances at the moment it actually mm-hmm. meant something to me yeah, that's a real a real catch twenty two because you know I've been working from home as well and you're like you know this is wonderful no travel I'm going to save all this time and you do save a lot of time but there's there's a there's I think I earn less usually when I'm on holidays or when I'm working from home than I do normally because of all just the random shit that goes on as well so I totally I totally understand that that Jeremy I can I can definitely see that now we are well if you made it this far listeners you can realize we're not we're not ashamed of gamer score in any way at all and we're gonna we're gonna move to a conversation later in this uh this episode about this idea of pay to win and whether you are basically just paying now for gamer score to cement yourself and, and push yourself up the boards and we're gonna we're gonna touch on all that but, but before we do obviously when you play 72 completed games as Mem said you play a lot of shit and none of us are denying that you know shout out to that my matre or whatever whatever you call it which is some yeah. sort of plat- platformer without needing to platform but uh, there's always some garbage but what i wanted to ask you both and we can start with you jeremy if you like and i know it's a blur of games was there any games in the month that you you did enjoy or stood out to you that you'd like to throw out there well unfortunately i think there's only like maybe one or two games that you know were all be out like for a long period of time but, mm. you know, I still can maybe recommend, like, one or two games, even if one of them came out a few years ago and the other one, like, finally got pulled over from the PS4 with the Series X. The first game is uh, 
Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition. This one was on the PS4 first, and then it came over to the Series X, and you know it was a nice, beautiful game. It's not been completely special, but you know it still has a nice new way of story, and still was a lot more relaxing than a lot of those other crap games. And then the second one, which was a lot more of an enjoyable experience, and I had a lot more fun with it, was Twin Mirror. I'm not sure if you guys have played that yet or not, but if you haven't, I would probably recommend that a little bit more to have a go at it because it actually has a nicer story to it and it's actually a lot more engaging. Mm. Yeah, that that is a great game. I don't know if you've come across that one yet. And, uh, the Twin Mirrors. No, not uh, yet. Square, Square Enix, well, I want to say. No, I guess I'm going to have to recommend it to me. Pay Twin yeah. Mirror. <laughs> okay, I'll take a look. Yeah, and what what about for you, sir? Was there anything in this wall of of uh, games? Oh, there's plenty I can talk about. Um, none of them good. No, nah, that's not true. Um, <laughs> Nothing. No, nah, there's a couple. I played Chicken Police, um, mm. which is brilliant. Actually, the art style is a, is amazing. The story is pretty good, and I followed a guide, which. I found a spoiler-free walkthrough, which is good, because I do kind of like to play the game if I'm going to play a game. Do you know what I mean? So I don't want it ruined and knowing what's going to happen. But in doing that, I kind of didn't finish the game properly and have to do another playthrough now. But I couldn't finish that off because it just takes too long. It was It's a four-hour game normally, but I've already done four hours and missed half the achievements because the walkthrough wasn't very good but it is a brilliant game and i re- highly highly recommend it it's a great little have, have any of you two played it i have played it on I the playstation yeah, yeah. yeah this is the animals uh yeah, animals yeah. Humans, the animals yeah. and they've got human bodies and yeah it's 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 a bit weird but it, it it's I, I quite liked it actually it had some pretty cool themes and dealt with some cool stuff and yeah, what else can I talk about? Um, Mythic Ocean, I played that. That released that month, I believe, and I quite enjoyed that. It's even though it's really only a fetch quest kind of game, it's I, I again, I just kind of liked it. I don't know. It's an it is an actual game. I think that's why I liked it. You're actually doing stuff, and you've got to play the whole game to finish it. Even though it only takes what, two hours roughly, I kind of yeah, I kind of liked it. You. You're like, like this entity. I, I don't think you really even know what you are. And there's these underwater gods and they're all kind of hate each other. And you've got to kind of get them all liking each other by doing stuff for them and communicating for them. And there's a lot of collectibles, which are a bit annoying, but they're not, nothing's too hard. And yeah, it's just a fun little game. I, that's, that's to be fair. It's probably about it. I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny hearing you both speak because in the last month I've you know slowed down a little bit on the Xbox and I've been sucking into the Scarlet Nexus and it's a, it's a great game or whatever else definitely not doesn't belong in this show but a great, great game nevertheless and I was playing the last mission of that and the last mission goes like three fucking hours or something oh. and in the back of my mind was like you know this is like some serious gamer score could have been happening at this point but no, look it was wonderful it was wonderful I'm only joking there but there are four games that I want to throw out I think you've both played these games I just want to you know just a brief is it worth playing do i need a guide sort of situation or can i figure it out you know without missing everything without it the first one uh where the snow settles have you have you both played this one yes i have and no guide needed just play and you'll pop everything 
Yeah. And on a scale of is it worth playing or not? It's a gamer score game or it's worth playing? <laughs> um, it's a definitely a gamer score game because it's an hour. Don't miss anything. Just play. It wasn't bad. I, it, 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 it's not the worst game you'll ever play. It, it's just a, it just is what it is, I suppose. A ringing endorsement. Jeremy, I don't know if you played this one, Solos. This came out, I think, last week. Or yes, was it I did play that one. What's it like? Worth playing or not? I mean, you just basically suit the blocks and uh, you can go at your own speed and it's like, uh, okay, well, you know, that's not really the type of game I'm looking for, to be quite honest, because I don't like repetitivity. So, yeah. Mm. So, gamer score. Hmm. <laughs> Gamer score plus repetitivity plus uh, you know a little bit of annoyance with uh, accidentally suing myself and then having to start the level again and uh, you got another thing. crap game. <laughs> okay, okay. Now this next one is interesting. This uh, this game this publisher scares the living shit out of me. Janky Jandusoft. There isn't a game they've produced that doesn't have a high level of jank. Which you know, look, I love most of the time. They they forayed into horror tales, the wine here, which actually looked like it was going to be quite a decent game. Has anyone played it? What's it like? I have played it, and I really really liked it. It was oh, good, fantastic. There are missables, so you kind of need a guide. But, no, it was really, really good. I, I, compared to stuff we play, that was it's a it's a proper game. You play the whole way through. There's light puzzles. It's, it's you know, it's basically a walking sim with some light puzzles. And it was, I, I really liked it for what it is. Yeah. Really liked it. Hmm, I was surprised. I played five minutes of it so far, which is about as usual for me. And I was quite surprised. It's a good looking game as well. For them, yes. So. You're Which is a change from what we usually play. <laughs> Again. <laughs> That's right. Now, look, this last one, isn't it? I had a bit of a problem with this last game or whatever else, so I haven't actually played it yet. Uh, but, I, look, I'm not sure if I want to or not. Maybe maybe it's great. Maybe it's total gamer score. Maybe, Jay, you've played this. I'm not sure. In Bento? What is, is this? Yeah, I played uh... that game as well, and you yeah. definitely need a guide for that one because it's very complicated stuff, and I'm not a big fan of puzzle games, you know, because I basically have to look up a guide for puzzles and... You know, it takes a very long period of time. We talked about uh, how annoying and complicated puzzles can be. So um, it's great for game score, but I did definitely not like that game because, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of puzzle games, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Now, look, we won't, we won't touch on new games or whatever else that's coming out now, but this seems like a, a good spot to transition to this idea of, of pay to win and i thought it was funny when you mentioned this memph and i want you to do your spiel but the reason it was funny is because when you sent me that message was the same day i'd engaged with the scalper to buy a ps5 to do spam stacks so i thought this is a wonderful a wonderful topic to come up at this point in time or whatever else but why don't you like what 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 sort of got your thinking around this because this is a, a thing that's thrown around you know at all levels and you know, not disparagingly too, I think, or whatever else, but this this idea that you're just basically, I suppose, throwing money to, for gamer score. But but what sort of prompted this line of thought? I suppose. Okay, before I say anything, I do think we throw money at gamer score. I'm going to say that first of all. <laughs> Good. You throw it at trophies. We throw it at gamer score. I'm not going to deny that at all. But all right, it started. There was um, a, a post on the True Achievements Facebook page about. It, it, I think it had 
it it wasn't specifically stated, but I think it had something to do with the Ziddle on title updates, how gamer score is now just pay to win, pay to be top of the leaderboards, pay to be high, whatever. And I kind of took offense to it, actually, because I was thinking uh, on the day I read it, I was, well, at first it pissed me off a little bit. And then I calmed myself down and really thought about it. And I think to be a high level gamer score person now, right now, is cheaper than it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm OG gamer score person, but I was getting gamer score in the 360 days. That's when it kind of kicked off for me. So I kind of know what you had to do. There was, it, it wasn't like it is now. There was no like 10 zero to one hour games a week. So you could say that well, that means you're buying 10 zero to one hour games a week. And we are, but that is still cheaper than what it used to be back then, I think. Because we didn't used to get... There wasn't very many... It was Xbox Live Arcade back then. And there wasn't many games releasing there. So everything you bought had to be like physical, disc-based, $60 if you wanted to keep up. And then you had all the Japanese novels that released on the 360. So you couldn't do your 70k month 10 years ago. You You probably couldn't do that. Unless you saved everything for a year, you couldn't do it. But in order to do a 30k month back then, it would have cost you a hell of a lot more than it cost me and Jeremy to do a 70k month today. So I think Gamerscore is not pay to win. I think it, nowadays, it, but again, thinking about it, because I, when I mentioned it to you, it was that was the day I saw the post and I'd made the comment and got into a little bit of an argument with somebody. I don't know who it was. Doesn't really matter who. But they disagreed with me. But I think it depends what level of Gamerscore slash trophy hunter you are. Because at the top level of the boards, we're going to play everything. We're going to play every every game as it releases pretty much within within the release week. And we're going to keep up to date with all the quick games. So to us, yeah, we're spending money and a fair bit of that sometimes it's not doesn't really ever change for us but if you're a bit more casual about it and you decide well i'm going to try and top my friend's leaderboard this month mm-hmm. and you don't have the heavy hitters on there any of them and you buy all the zidalon games in one go and drop 100k gamer score then you are going to probably think it's pay to win does that, does that make do you believe, does that make sense do you think because yeah. to us it's we don't see it. Well, I, I, I'm not speaking for you yet, Jeremy, because you're going to speak in a minute about it. But to me, it's not pay to win because we are doing it anyway. If like it's not a change for us, so we're just seeing it as this is our price point in order to be where we are. But yeah. for people that are very far more casual and they just have a good month every six months, they would probably see it. Well, I've had to drop a lot of money this month to have this good month. So they would more be thinking that it is pay to win. So it, uh, it's of course, something like that is very subjective, but I personally think it's not pay to win. What do you think, Jeremy? I mean, you've been you've been hardcore gamer scoring for long enough. You must have a an opinion. Do you think it is pay to win, or do you? What do you see it as? Well, honestly, you know, at this point in time, we we have to stop wondering if like 
even saying if it is or if it isn't, it's actually relevant because of the fact that, you know, if you're going to do it anyway, then maybe the answer in your mind honestly should be no, because honestly, you know, it's going to become a thing where everybody is going to have to just accept the fact that, you know, if you really want to be the best, you're actually going to have to be okay with the fact that, you know, it's just a thing now because, you know, it didn't matter if you were not a fan of it when it started. And it didn't matter if you were a fan of it, you know, last month or not. And if it really doesn't matter right now if you're not a fan of it or not. I mean, if you had to do it anyway, then honestly, you know, I'm going to have to just accept the fact that I'm a part of that now. And it probably isn't paid to win if I really had to be honest with myself right now. Because, you know, I'm not training like a bow royale. <laughs> if that's uh, the equipment of the pay to win, because you know it's not a bad royale out there. Not everybody is trying to uh, get explosive out there and trying to uh, beat everybody else to try and be the best during the month. I mean, and don't really think it's anything to do with a bad royale either, because you know it's for any competition. Like I have said before, we all congratulate each other, we all respect each other, and it don't really consider it to be a bad royale. So if I don't consider it to be pay to win, and if I don't consider it to be a bad world, then really the only way that I could consider it is it's the way that it is now, and it's the way that we have had to live with it for the last few years now. And because we're going to continue to get tire updates now from Exterian and other publishers who have now confirmed that they're also getting tire updates as well, I mean, right now it's really a bigger issue for me to have to deal with the tire updates because right now I'm definitely not a fan of it, but I'm having to do it at the moment because there's just there's no other way to catch up with everybody else. But yeah, I'm probably a bigger hey fan on the tire updates than I am saying it's pay to win because it's probably still not true, honestly. It's not about well and it's not pay to win. It's interesting. See, I see... I suppose coming from the other side, the Xbox has so many advantages into this argument because you're only predominantly buying one stack of the game. You're not buying across multiple regions and all these title updates are coming free at you as well. So you're not paying, you know, after the fact for for more more achievements or more gamer score, which is is quite common on the, the PlayStation side. I love this idea of a battle royale, Jeremy, because that's exactly what it is in the pony community uh, and the boards. You know, every time you pick up that controller, you could have your neck sliced off by, by a welcoming gentleman in the top 50 or whatever. But it's just, it's amazing how different the communities are. But one of the things, and it's funny you say that in Memphis, that one of the things that's happened in the, the trophy community is that it's a higher platinum count, a higher scorer, and it's the same in the gamer score, as you said. It's become more approach, more available to a lot of people because most of these games sit in the range of under $15 Australian. So mm-hmm. so they're, they're, they're quite affordable, whereas, you know, back in the day, and I'm assuming it's the same on Xbox, when you played these quick, you know, which were ultimately visual novels on the PlayStation, they were very expensive. So they were really limiting the field of, of players that could, you know, could buy them or engage right. in them. Now it's opened up the field, you know, to everybody or whatever for this price. And one of the things that I've noticed, and this is what I'm interested to ask you both here is because, again, most of your gamer score for both of you has come in the last few years, you know, not necessarily maybe years ago when, when you know, people were starting out when they were, had to play a lot of the longer games. And I know you, you've played those as well but you you know in in context with what we're getting now but a lot of the the you know established or whatever high level trophy accounts gave up or quit you know and and really you know 
really, you know, burned the bridges as they went out, which is the way you want to go, of course. But they, they, you know, and, and they're flinging around, you know, the whole system's broken, the system's broken. But when you dig down and you speak to them, one of their biggest problems is not, you know, that they invested all this money and or whatever else and now you can do it cheaper, but the amount of time they invested because the Platinums mm. were four, eight, 12 hours, they were the short games. And now you can play like four hours and you can, you know, get 20 Platinums, 30 Platinums, you know. So people are investing a lot less time to get a big score now. And it, that seems to be the crux of the issue for many of them. It's not the money, but all this time they put in and now you can put in a fraction of that time and, and end up with a massive score. So I want to ask you about that, Memph and Jay. Why don't we start with you, Memph? What do you think about that? I completely agree. Time now is a lot different than what it was back, uh, even in the f- first days of the Xbox One. It, I think I think we said it last podcast, it's 100K a year used to be really good, you know, eight to 10 years ago. And now 100K a year and you're falling behind like most people, nearly everyone can do 100k a year now without even really trying. And that is because of time. So easier games are coming. There's no doubt that people have already looked into it. There are far more easier games released now than there were back then. It's not That's not up for debate. So a fraction of the time can keep you at a good pace, gamer score-wise. So if anything, it's time to win to get is the more important <laughs> aspect than financial i think and i think i've, I've said it a long time ago because when we me and rogue we used to do comps and people used to complain it was just because we were really good at it because we had very good time management and i think that is more important than raw ability if you how do i put it into words sorry it's a, anybody can play these games we're playing anybody can but maybe not at the pace we are because I think you get sort of accustomed to the style of game a bit better so you can knock them out a bit quicker than other people, especially following guides. If you haven't had much experience following guides, it's it's hard to start with. But I, I assume Jeremy follows guides for lots of games as well. It's a lot easier because you've followed a lot of guides previously. You kind of know... You know, sometimes I'm following a guide that um achieve Bill's Bill Zuminati does in Achievement Land, and I'm you know ahead of him in the guide because I kind of know if something was coming up that I would miss, he would tell me well before I'm at the point of missing it. If that makes sense, so I can kind of be half a step ahead of him in the guide all the time, so I'm not always pausing the guide. That's where you lose a lot of time when you're following guides. Is, well, he's ahead of me now, so I got to pause it. Then I go do it. Yeah. What he's just done. So it's it's all about yeah. I think it's all about good time management, and over a longer period of time, better time management means more games played. Really, overall. So that's how that's how I think we're able to keep the pace we are. I, I haven't spoken to Eden at all, and really I haven't spoken to Jeremy about it either. But I assume they don't have infinite time. They don't have. 16 hours a day where they can sit in front of their console so there are people i would think that would have more time than us to play at least from what it looks like from my point of view i well, I know there's people that would have more time than me to play i don't have heaps of time i have like i said before about four or five hours tops a day tops absolute maximum so there'd, there'd be people that would have more time than that and you know whether you choose to play long games short games 
it, you know, it's just all, all down to good time management, I think. So, yeah, I've rambled for a bit, but I agree with you. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Jeremy? Because, I mean, we're, we're heading this way where the games are, you know, with the title updates, you know, maybe you play the game three quarters or half the way through the first time, but every title update afterwards is just turning the game on pretty much. And, you know, you, you voice that you, you're not a big fan of these title updates, but but you must concede that it's, you know, would you really want to go back to the days of playing eight to 12 hour games where there was nothing like this available? Well, sometimes, you know, when you like are in that position where like if you actually could go back in that magical uh, time machine that we sometimes wish we could go back to, I mean, sometimes, you know, it could have been as easy as like, you know, like, what would it have been like if we never would have had any of that, you know? What if the Xbox One didn't exist, you know, and they didn't make it happen, you know? Would it have even been a thing? I mean, like, I was not really big about the game score until they decided to just make it as easy as they decide to make it. And then it's yeah. like, I don't know if I should be doing this or not because... I mean, I have to understand those two big things at the end of the day. I have to understand how much time I have to give up, and I have to understand how much money I have to spend in order to do that. I mean, having to commit to both things is not exactly as easy as just like, oh, let's just go ahead and do it, because it's not that guy we really kill. You're supposed to kill. You know? <laughs> You're actually supposed to kill because, you know, if you're going to be spending that much money on that all the time. I mean, it can become kind of a concerning problem because, you know, you really should be trying to spend your money on other things and not always spend it on games. I mean, that's kind of been an issue, unfortunately. I just spend too much money on games. So, you know, if I could change anything, maybe just not spend as much on that. But, you know, with what I have always said about you know, and I probably did say it on my post or whatever I said. It's just not the same, you know. I don't know if I really like what the system has become now all of a sudden. You know, the system where two achievements and achievements and game score, all of those, like many people have said before, are just not really being cared about now as much as they used to. And... You know, all those people have probably said, you know, if they could, they really wish they did, could go back to the way that it used to be. And honestly, you know, I kind of just wish that I could also go back to that time because, you know, that was when I was actually most happy, to be quite honest. You know, I didn't care about the game score. I didn't care about my statistics. I only really cared about playing the good games because we, really, you know, I should be playing those also many good games and I shouldn't keep on playing with those crappy games all the time time because you know it's just getting too repetitive and it's getting under my skin a little bit too much and I keep on doing it anyway because sometimes I just have too much of an urge but if I actually could I wouldn't hesitate to just go back to how I used to play to be quite honest because that was what made me happy 
that's a funny it's a funny thing you sort of you bring that up because one of the things the way that I play and I mean you know predominantly on the other system but even on the Xbox as well is that I play exactly what I want to play whenever I want to play and then I'll go through periods where I'll I'll score hugely and there's that's quite a common thing on the PlayStation side for higher up players that they will be playing all the big games assassins whatever else they won't play you know any stacks or any short stuff for perhaps three weeks they'll go down or whatever and then they'll hit back with a hundred thousand without a problem um you know perhaps a bit like rogue does or whatever and that's that's quite a a normal thing and there are of course players and you can you can see through their their profile i'm sure the same on the xbox that all they play is is garbage all the time and i know you know if you play your simulators as well we haven't Mm. touched on that but you're not just playing this stuff all the time you play stuff for fun you'll see thieves as well and stuff and there are these people, though, that literally are just playing these games all the time. And, you know, we know how long these games take. And if all you're playing is your Easy Liker and your East Asia Soft and your, you know, dubious one-hour titles, you're not actually really, like, I mean, you're putting time in, but you're not putting in huge amounts of time or whatever else. So they they either, I don't know, they're either just gaming less or gaming less, I suppose, or, yeah. or maybe they are playing this other stuff on the side. But I think there is plenty of time, as you say, if time management's done right. I want to... I want to carefully touch on the money side in a moment, but the other thing that I noticed, and I'm sure you'll both agree, is the more of these sort of games you play, especially from certain publishers, the more you start to understand how the games work, how their trophy lists work and or, or gamer mm-hmm. score lists uh, work. Quite often, as you said, you, you can play without the guide or you, you, can, you can skim the guide because you roughly know what you may need to know uh, mm-hmm. or what you need to watch out for. And I think it's, it's a funny thing because I'm not a fast player by any stretch, but for most games that are under an hour, I'm within the top 50 consistently on the PlayStation side, often without using a guide because you just understand how the game works. And, you know, I don't feel like I'm playing fast, but then when I look at the times of others, you realize that I suppose just from having played these sort of games so much, you, you really have improved your speed or whatever. Memph, I don't know. I think that's, that's what right. you're yeah, saying. That's, yeah, that's what I was saying. It, you get you you kind of get accustomed to the style of games and the way the guides are. You don't really need to follow it, you know, minute by minute. Pause the video, do that. What he just did, you know what I mean? You don't have to be like that for most games mm. anymore. When you when you're doing as many as we do anyway. Mm. Now, I, I want to touch on the money, but I don't want to talk about how much we spend or whatever else, because I think we all know what we we know what, he, what we're spending, so we can assume what the other people are spending. But what I what I do want to ask, and this is something that I I you know I try to draw the line with myself, Jay. I'm not particularly worried by the amount I spend, but I'm amount I'm worried maybe about the amount I will spend on one game. Now, I find this interesting because if you buy four, you know, four big games a month, you know, whatever, four big releases, so one a week, which is not out of the realms of possibility for a hardcore gamer, you're probably spending 300 to 400 Australian anyway, depending on where you're buying them, you know. If you're spending three to four hundred a month on these short games, you're basically getting everything because, as we said, most of them are, you know, five or ten, you know, within exceptions. But my question to you both is, this is a personal question for me. Where does the price point kick in when it is a short game where you're like, no, nah, that is just too much for it? Like, you know, and I'm not, not talking a specific game here, but is there a sort of number like, you know, you see on the store and it's like, well, that's game's 20 bucks or 30 bucks or 40. It's a one hour, two hour completion, but that's just too much. Do you have a number like that, Memph, or not? Well, I, I kind of I do. I, I do have a gaming budget. Like we, we with my family, we budget properly and, we, you know, see where all the money's going every single, you know, every single time. And there is a section in that for my gaming budget, which my wife is lovely allowed me to do. 
<laughs> so there is it, it kind of depends. <laughs> so each week I have a certain amount to spend and obviously I can carry that over if I don't spend it all. And if a game comes out and is, let's just say, a $20 game. Now, I'm not, if that's at the start of like a, w- a week, I tend to think mm, I can give that one a miss for a while and I'll wait and see. Depends how I am on the back end of you know the pay cycle. So it's it, there isn't there isn't really there isn't there isn't so I won't just day one jump. See, I that where well, that snow settles is a good example. That's fourteen ninety five, I think, and mm. I probably that's probably been out a week before I decided to play it because it was cheaper stuff that was a similar time length that I did first. So I'm kind of I don't have an unlimited budget. So I kind of do have to be a little bit careful when the cheaper games are a bit more expensive. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I, so maybe my, my numbers, that $15 mark, maybe. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure because I, I decided to leave that one for, for a week. So maybe that's about my price point. These little long games, are, as you said, release, you know, somewhere between the 7 to $10 mark. They're, they're usually around there, those easy games. So... I can just jump on them all day, really. So, yeah. I, 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 yeah, that's an interesting, interesting number. Jay, do you have a like a, a? Is there a number you'll draw the line at for a quick game, or does it does it not phase you? Well, it's kind of maybe a bit of both. Honestly, you know, sometimes I will just be like, oh, well, no matter how much the price is, I mean, if I really want the game to go, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to pull up a bit. But there are sometimes games where it's just like, okay, well, you were gonna ask me to pay like. for one to two hour game. That's when I'm probably going to have to draw the sand. Like, I'm not paying $60 or $70 if it's even one to two hours. I mean, that's just too much. And I still got to be careful with how much I spend because, you know, I need to spend my money on other important things. And, you know, sometimes you have to say no. I mean, sometimes there's no no's, and sometimes I don't really care, but sometimes I do care, so it's kind of a bit of both, honestly. Yeah, that, that's a good answer, too. And then, of course, we always get screwed by something like Subnautica that comes along and sits right on the threshold yeah. of, uh, of getting us with time. Yeah, but well, what about it's... that? Huh? I mean, it starts off <laughs> being like, oh, this is actually going to be worth it. And then you sadly realise... <laughs> Are you really willing to pay twenty to thirty dollars if it's now going to be a one to two hour game instead of being a thirty to thirty five hour game? That's, mm. yeah. <laughs> Isn't it worse on the PlayStation side, CJ? Though, because you have to buy everything five or six times. Well, look, you know, well, I've yes. been I've <laughs> I've been ruined by the Xbox and the Game Pass in particular because you know you're getting so many of the bigger games on there as well for you know free or for subscription or whatever else, and the sales on Xbox aren't too bad either for the most of the small games come on sale when they release for 10%, not all of them, but mm. a lot of them, 10 or 20, which is unusual on the PlayStation side, uh, to happen. So I actually, I'm in the reverse position now, man, where I'm, I've become a tight ass on the PlayStation. I'm like, oh, it's $10. I'm not sure if I want to I want to, I want to spend that. Right. You know, because I'm so used to getting it. You know, I know the price on the Xbox for the same game. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, you, you do what you have to do or whatever. The one thing that's been great this week for me, though, is sort of, the PlayStation has done this wonderful thing. Xbox hasn't really done it, uh, where they leaned into a new list for the PS5. And many of the games on PS4, the short games, you receive for free on the PS5. So you're, you're basically, you've got two copies of the game, you know, right. without, 
without realizing, you know, well, at the That's time. Nice. So it is, it is very nice. So it's an inflated, gives you an inflated sense of ego for a week or two while you are, <laughs> while you keep <laughs> up without spending any, any money. But it's funny you mentioned that because yeah, I, I do have a number as well. If, as, as you say, Jay, if it's something that I want, you know, the number is irrelevant, I think, but but yeah, I, I do. I do sort of sit around that fifteen or twenty as well. That's why I found it funny you said that number, because I think oh, yeah, you know yeah. the problem is is unless you're playing everything as it comes out, you're you're always going to be a little behind anyway. So sometimes it doesn't hurt to be behind on games that are slightly on the edge of the price. That's right. I actually want to like you know talk about you know the sale competition with the big yeah. free you know consoles because right now uh, you know it's a frenzy war between over you know. Who really has the uh, best overall sales when it comes to like whether or not it's a good deal and whether or not it's affordable and whether or not it's within the budget, you know, out of the three, which one is the best, Nintendo, Xbox or PlayStation? Well, (laughs) Well, I I don't think it's Nintendo. (laughs) It's not Nintendo because they basically never have sales, so it's not them. No, the small games, perhaps, but. But it's funny, you know, because I know you're you're both, you know, not averse to Artifacts Monday, uh, you know, mm-hmm. point and clicks, and you know they are they can be pricey for what they are. I think oh, uh, yeah. definitely on the, the PlayStation. But I, I I dropped onto the Switch the other day, and they're having a sale of them, and you could pick them up for three dollars, and they were like twelve <laughs> wow. five on the on the PlayStation. So wow, that's it's cheap. The cost of the three dollars instead of being twenty dollars. <laughs> that's right. So. That's right. Yeah. So they they know their market, but. <laughs> it's it's it's, wow. it's interesting, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, hmm. I think Xbox for sales do pretty well. Don't mm. wouldn't you agree? I I don't really know much about the PlayStation sales, and obviously Steam sales kill everything really because they're amazing. But <laughs> I think for what we see, I the problem now with the sales is I look at I look at them every week, and there's just nothing there for me because I've played everything. Yeah. From, so, yeah, that kind yeah. of is the problem when you play everything and then they put it on sale and it's just like, oh, why are we played that? I mean, if I actually would have played that, you know, when it's on sale, I would have actually saved a lot more money. That's the issue nowadays, you know. That's right. You already paid it and you paid probably more than what you should have not paid for. That's, that's right. Well, it's so funny. We had a, a appeared on a podcast the other week, and a conversation came up about how many games you'll sort of allow yourself to own that you haven't played. Do you have a number? <laughs> because we, we we all have a backlog, you know, that's you know ridiculous number thousands, but we don't count that, as you know, Memph. We just count this no. number that's more attainable. And they said, yeah, yeah, like I, I try not to go above twenty or fifty or whatever. So I don't know if you have a number like that, Memph. I'll throw mine <laughs> out. So we I'll throw mine out so we don't feel and you know coming off the back of I have about five thousand PlayStation games, but I have only i try to keep it to only 600 ps4 five games at a time that i haven't played and it, it sort of cracks me up because of what you said there jay is like you know why buy anything you know because you have 600 here already but i don't know do you have a number like this man for you've just no no i've just completely given up because i kind of i kind of collect games as well at least xbox games so i i own i don't know how many i own exactly now but I nearly own a thousand three sixty games and three hundred physic this is just physical I'm talking, only physical. Three hundred physical Xbox One games and I know half of them I'm never even gonna install. So <laughs> I'm they're just there to look pretty now. They're as soon as you open my front door, if you walk in my house, you see my game collection. So <laughs> that's it's like a centerpiece of our house. But everyone that would come in knows 
about my gaming. So, yeah, yeah. I, I want I want to thank you both on that topic because it's a, it's a it's a sort of topic that when you're outside of the 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 hardcores or whatever else, you just sort of you you never really understand their thinking, I suppose. And you know, I mean, we're all addicted or whatever to to the bling in in whichever system and whichever way. But it's nice to sort of talk openly and honestly because yes, yes, it's expensive. Yes, it's time consuming. And you know, Jay's you know wants to play the good games as well, so you still can. You know, you're only in second there. You got plenty of time, but you you can. You can balance it all out, you know, and and have a bit of everything. And one of the things over the last two months, you know, is I've heard so many people just, oh, it's all broken. It all sucks. I hate Gamerscore. I hate trophies. I hate everything. And I've gone the other way. And I think you're similar, man. I think that's why I find it interesting talking to you and Jay as well, despite what you say, that we really do enjoy that as well. You know, that that is, I mean, the metagame is so strong for us as well. And I don't think there's anything embarrassing about that or, or negative i think in a lot of ways it's a wonderful thing so i like i, I don't know i am sure you you both feel that to a degree otherwise we wouldn't do it i don't think i don't think there'd be anything driving you forward to do it that's yeah it's very true if we didn't enjoy it we wouldn't be doing it because sometimes it's not sometimes it's not enjoyable when you're playing yeah. two or three games in a row that are just rubbish and you just you do question why you do it sometimes i think and then you play something that's fun or and you you know you fall back in love with at least I do of gamer score hunting again so it, it it's it's yeah it's it's different see if i see talking with you guys you you understand you understand the gamer score world the you know the trophy world you understand what it's mm-hmm. like but i have a few friends that don't quite get it who are gamers mind you mm-hmm. and they just don't understand like they I, this is part of the reason why I kind of hide offline when I play because I get a friend that messages me going, what is this rubbish you're playing? Like they just see the title and just by title alone, they're like, which, yeah, okay, it is rubbish. They're not wrong. But yeah, they're like, why don't you come and play something fun with me? And I'm like, because I've got to pop this 2000 gamer score tonight kind of thing. And you, you, you do question why you do that sometimes, I think. But mm. I do enjoy it. And I think I said last last show I'm not going to stop. I'm not in the sh- not in the short term anyway. I I far too invested and enjoy it too much. And you know, you spoke about it as a meta game, and it and it is a meta game. And I find it, even though I don't really have a lot of interaction with people like the higher ups, as I'll call them, I I still enjoy watching. You know, watching. You know, what the top how the top ten are duking it out and. You know, if, I, if somebody, you know, puts a post up on TA about how they're overtaking, you know, this person, I go, I, you know, I click on their profile and I have a look and see, you know, oh, they've been chasing them down for ages and they finally got them and this is how much they've done. And, you know, it's all it's all fun for me. I, I like yeah. leaderboards. I like the statistics. And to me, it's – that's part of the metagame, I think. So that's the part I enjoy. Yeah, and I think I think as you said, like I mean, I really enjoy talking to both of you because it's exactly what you say. I deal with some people, you know, play with games with some people, and you would never talk about this stuff because they're just like, oh my god, that's fucking insane. But you know, it is, it is, and it's it's interesting. It's sort of like we click on the the same wavelength, and I think mm. think we're all 
you know, we're sort of marathon gamers in a way that, you know, we've been playing over years and we'll continue to play it this way. But what I'm hoping maybe, you know, in a month's time when we reconvene and we'll we'll do whatever, but maybe the topic we might touch on is, is you know, gamer score events. Because one of the things that I find the most exhausting and probably the thing that would make me throw the the console out the window and give up completely is these really intensive like one month or whatever it is slam as much as you can or or you know even if it's a skill based thing or whatever i find that really really draining compared to the sort of stuff that we do or you, you guys are doing with consistently big numbers so perhaps perhaps and i know you've got a lot of experience with this uh jay and, and memph as well in particular perhaps we'll we'll touch on some of this stuff next time i hope yeah i hope we do you can i hope rogue's back because we can talk a lot about how we did you know, the comps and that's kind of what it is. It's, you know, it's a, a big, huge, you know, avalanche of gamer score in a very short period of time against people. So those, mm. you know, our experiences there will be, you know, good, I think. I'm looking forward to that. So, look, just before I let you you two gentlemen go and smash out, uh, you know, a couple of quick gamer scores before it gets too late tonight, I do have to throw out, J- Jeremy, is there anything you're looking forward to in this month coming out? Is there anything you're uh, you have your eye on? Anything that I'm looking forward to, I mean, um, maybe I might try another one of those games out. I mean, I have heard a lot about this game, and I might actually give it a go, because it actually sounds like the sort of game that I might actually like. Mm. I might give The Ascent a go, because it sounds like Mm. the sort of game that I might actually enjoy. Excellent. Yeah, I like that. That's definitely worth a look on Game Pass. And if I have to ask you, when will you be starting Lawn Mower Simulator? I know it hit today on the store. Tonight. Oh, 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 here we go. <laughs> I'm Lawn going to drop... Simulator, here we come. I'll be jumping off here and going and doing that new Easy 1000 that just released, because um, I haven't done that yet. And then straight into Lawn Mower Simulator straight after that. So... <laughs> You know me too well already. But Look, I think I think that's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> no. There is another game I'm looking forward to that releases very soon, and that's Hades. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it, and I'm going to give it a go. Even though it's definitely not a game of score game, it's a roguelite, so they're never game of score games. And I've just heard a lot of good stuff, so I'm going to give it a go. That's out, I think, this week, next week, some something, you know, about a week's time, roughly, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and look, I'm going to throw one out there. It hits the Game Pass. I believe it hits this week, possibly on Friday. I'm not sure if it's going to be quick. Look, it may be, or it may be an utter nightmare. It is the art of the rally. It's, it looks like an indie mm. rally game, which is, look, it's just what I need after WRC 9 to tie me into WRC 10 in a in a couple, a couple of weeks' time. So, look, if you've made it this far, you can tell it's just, a, it's just a casual conversation between three gamers that, look, they actually game, you know, unlike some people that just like to talk the game. These guys back it up with the numbers by all means share share this around we're only we're only around once a month or so but you can you can reach out to us in any way you so wish these guys are on true achievements they're wonderful dudes you know drop them a line say hi say you listen say whatever you like i suppose maybe even ask them a question or two about gamer score as always uh jay and Memph, it's been a pleasure to talk to you tonight thank you so much for joining me Thank you so much for having me on as well. Thanks again, CJ. And one, I just want to say one final shout out um, before we do go. I want to say congrats to Games of Dane for being the 10th Australian to hit a million gamer score. He did it last month. So there is now 10 Australians in it over the million mark. Congratulations. How fast do I have to move to be the 11th? Have I got um, some time or not? <laughs> 11th place is 40k away. So <laughs> oh, it's not looking good for me. No. 
No. But, yeah, you know, you can just break into the top 50 and see where you go from there. How about that? That's right, that's right. It's time to get back on the easy like. Have a good week, listeners. We'll be back in a month. Catch you then.